0: episode one 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 and we're gonna have fun 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 hi everyone my name is jordan reed
1: and i'm Lindsay reed
0: and sorry about what i said and this is spooky spouses a podcast about ghosts and stuff
1: each week we talk about things like cryptozoology
0: how much fun we're gonna have (laughs) urban
1: legends
0: hey did you bring your can-do attitude because we're gonna have fun true crime Oh, looks like Nathan didn't. Looks like Nathan brought his pee-pee pants. Why don't you figure out your attitude?
1: Anything spooky related?
0: Yeah, that's true. Sorry again about what I said. Well, every single week for 111 episodes, Lindsay and I will both research topics separately of one another. Lindsay will go to the can-do attitude area parade, parade, and I will go to the you betcha city and then we reconvene inside of our home and discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to people who want to be enthusiastic.
1: Can I just say that I didn't know that there was a side joke because, you know, we have a very Cleveland accent, and I didn't know there was a side joke of, when you say Andy Chother, that people think it's Andy Chother. Yes. And I was really confused when that was tweeted, um, but I looked him up and he is on LinkedIn. So oh, if you want to contact Andy Chother, um, he's on LinkedIn. <laughs> Hook him up.
0: So do you think Andy Chother goes by Andy or Andrew Chother?
1: I don't know, but I hope if he listens to our show and hears that, he's like, how do they know I'm listening?
0: How do they know me and each other?
1: They say my full name. My full name.
0: (sighs) We, for the very first time with each and every one of you, Andy (laughs) Johnson-chother. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna find Andy Chother on Facebook, and I'm gonna add him as a friend on Facebook. Well, he's on
1: LinkedIn. I found him on LinkedIn. I I'm
0: over LinkedIn.
1: Looked him up because I thought maybe this was a certain person that I should know. Yeah, but then I realized, oh, it's because we sound like we're saying Andy Chother.
0: Yes, Andrew Chother. Right. You know what what I say wh- about LinkedIn? I don't like it.
1: Yeah, it's a really bad, like, Facebook <laughs> for professionals. It's basically Facebook.
0: Now, you know what I say about Facebook? Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I say.
1: I guess. I mean, Facebook
0: Schmese book. You know what they say schme <laughs> Uh So, what did we talk about last week, Lindsay Marie? You talked about. The people who just randomly go missing in national parks.
1: Yeah, in the whole 411 series. It's a book and a show.
0: <laughs> go figure.
1: Weird. <laughs> I don't know what you say is better in that situation. You know how people always say, well, the book was better.
0: Yeah. But it's
1: like, you know, none of it's good.
0: You mean the whole act of being lost
1: forever? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't say the book was better. I wonder... I wonder in that instance. I, like, <laughs> book nerds, we have debunked a way to make you not say the book was better.
0: Because, wait, so are you saying that if there was a real bookworm, a book nerd, in real life at, like, a search party for a missing person, they'd be like, well, we can't find this missing person. And then the book nerd in real life would go, no, yeah, the book was better. Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean the book was better than real life? Well, let's just say that I know we're all out here um, sort of all using our resources and Chuck brought his big flashlight and uh, Jennifer brought her truck, but we're all looking for the missing person. But let's just say that the book was better.
1: Maybe they were like, they also showed up at the Golden State Killer trial that just happened because we finally <laughs> caught him after years, like book decades. Was, b- book was better.
0: Book was better. <laughs> hey, can I, I know this is like a whole thing. Can I quickly... The book was better.
1: I bet the Golden State Killer was more bummed about that comment than actually what he had done. You think so? And being caught, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. <laughs> He's like, no, the book can't be better than my legacy.
0: <laughs> well, anyways, uh, anyways. Well, Lindsay, uh, we're here at episode. Do you do you have any other any other better rhymes for episode 111? Now if you forget, I said fun fun fun.
1: Well, you could say 111 too.
0: 111.
1: Not talking about heaven.
0: No, probably not. Mm. 111, my friend Evan.
1: <laughs> and this one goes out to Andy Chother and Evan, Evan. Chother. Evan Chother, Andy's brother.
0: <laughs> Evan Chother, Andy's brother. okay well we just had a little bit of pizza forgive us everybody sorry so hey i have some breaking booze right now
1: okay we got like it just happened no oh
0: it well it happened on february 25th okay so last week but we got we got a phone call oh ready
2: yeah hey spooky spouses this is roxy and andrew um, this is an emergency. I'm calling because Andrew got the same soundboard that Jordan has, and he won't stop saying big will. And, and, oh, he's doing it right now. And I, I don't know how to make him stop. So, it it's pretty scary. Lindsay, I'm asking you help, please. How do I get him to stop? Thank you. Bye.
0: My favorite part is that if you listen closely to that voicemail, you can slightly—I thought it was Andrew trying to talk in the background, but you can kind of hear Big Will. In
1: of course, it is. Roxy, I'm so sorry. There's nothing you could do to stop this. I have tried to do witch spell rituals, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: nothing has worked for me yet. I don't have anything to tell you that could be helpful. I don't know.
0: Okay, well, let's play pretend. Say yeah. say you figured out a way for me to stop using the Will Smith soundboard. Now, let's go behind the scenes. I never will, but if there was a way.
1: So then why are we having this discussion? Because it's
0: called play pretend. So we're just playing a little bit pretend. What would be your go-to way and you cannot say cut my head off. You have to... Why
1: would you think that would be my first thing to do
0: to you? Because you have to sever the... You sever the spinal cord. (laughs) (laughs) You slice... I
1: mean that. This is how we know that you watch a lot of sci-fi horror movies and I watch a lot of psychological horror movies. Because
0: were you thinking like, well, how could I persuade him.
1: I'm like thinking like, who? how could I poison him and then take it away? And <laughs> you're could? like, you got to make sure you can't, you know, got to get rid of the head.
0: <laughs> well, so you said, how could you poison me? You could just literally poison me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, make it You have to do it, do it in a
1: really cool way, though. You can't just like, oh, I'm going to put some poison in his LaCroix.
0: So, okay. Well, I am drinking Because
1: then you would actually taste it because LaCroix tastes like nothing.
0: And And you would taste the poison. Huh. Does this taste like something today? (laughs) Hmm. Maybe poison. (laughs) I am drinking a seltzer water right now and I hope it's not poisoned.
1: Pink grapefruit cyanide.
0: Yeah. Well, Uh. bummer. Well, um, well... Roxy, I'm sorry (laughs) that Andrew has it. And I'm sorry that I led the way. That or, but you know, you know I, I you didn't leave the know What the we way. could
1: do, Roxy, is that we could find out who created the soundboard and write that person a really nasty letter. There you go. And tell them how they're ruining our lives.
0: Yeah, that's not bad.
1: Big Will style. Or we can contact Big Will himself, mm. have him tell us. Big Will mm-hmm. and then we're cooler and then you won't want to use your soundboard anymore because we'll be cooler because we actually had Big Will say Big Will.
0: Yeah, I. if you told me that hey, I literally got Will Smith to say Big Will uh, his namesake and the soundboard's namesake in real life then I would that's the only way that I would that yeah, I will you stop have using to, it.
1: you have to outwill someone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sure do. So, Roxy, if you know any important Williams or Will's, or Billy's, Big Billy, uh, or anybody, (laughs) I guess.
1: Big Phil.
0: Big Phil. Then maybe have him do that, or make your own soundboard. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of work, though, to make your own soundboard.
1: I'm just going to contact Will Smith himself and outwill you. Okay.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. please do it. Okay. Okay. Okay, Lindsay, I finally have, I talked about it a few episodes ago, but I was talking about how I have that story that I found about the government covering up alien stuff. Right. Even more so. So I have it. I have the Cliff Notes version. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready. So this was a, what's it called? An article. <laughs> in. in uh, oh my God.
1: And you wonder why last week I yawned at your story. <laughs> You forgot what article was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening.
1: I'm fully listening to you. Are you? Yeah. You're talking about an article.
0: Lindsay just put on a sombrero and, <laughs> and is now dancing around. Uh, this article is from Popular Mechanics, the February 2020 <laughs> edition. Okay. So it is about aliens. It's not just uh-huh. about like...
1: Okay. How to fix your radiator.
0: Race cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remote control cars. It was written by Tim McMillan and it was published on February 14th, 2020. And so Tim McMillan was interviewing somebody, a higher up in the government, and made no mention of who they were because he said in order for him to get this story, the person needed full, complete, and total anonymity. Okay. And I say the word slow because I it's really hard for me to say that word.
1: That is a hard word.
0: And I slowed it down. Just go for it really quick. Anonymity. Oh, come on, you show off. I
1: don't even know if I said it right.
0: Anonymity. Anonymity. Anonymity.
1: I don't like that word. I don't want to say it ever again.
0: Nope. It's really bad. So here we go. The path to understanding these mysterious government programs, i.e. covering up for aliens and stuff, has taken me, Tim McMillan, through the catacombs of informal secret societies... Whose memberships will surprise you, and they include accomplished professionals from the military, aerospace, academic, medical, and the intelligence communities.
1: When you were saying aerospace, I really thought you were going to say Aerosmith.
0: Aerosmith communities. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So all of these, all of these government or organizations or informal secret societies that deal with covering up alien stuff. Right. They're comprised of super smart doctors, Aerosmith fans medical people government people they
1: are i mean they need a range of people for all their claims that they're making
0: they do but it's it's just it's to me it's always really interesting how it's this group of anonymous high-ranking people who want to keep their secrets about aliens
1: maybe they're just bored with their
0: lives i feel like that's probably the thing because you and i were talking about it recently the more money you make You get bored with the regular day to day, and you kind of end up, because of your wealth, disassociating yourself with the general public. And like, nothing seems exciting anymore. Like, well, what am I going to do today? Buy a car? I've already bought five cars.
1: And then it turns into an eyes wide shut situation.
0: Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like really, really upsetting stuff. Yeah. And then you have to wear a cloak and like a weird mask, and you're following a whole new set of rules. No thanks. Tim McMillan goes on to say, Each of these enigmatic characters shares one common belief. Unidentified flying objects are neither myth, I almost said Mitch, like Mitchell, (laughs) uh, are neither myth nor figment of overactive imaginations. With absolute conviction, they have all told me that UFOs are real. So in December mm. in December of 2017, the New York Times disclosed that the Pentagon had secretly funded research into UFOs through the Advanced Aerial Threat Identification Program, or the AATIP. Now, all of that boring stuff means that remember our buddy Tom DeLong when he was doing the whole I, well, he he still is doing the whole To the Stars Academy thing. Right. They were releasing these same videos on their social media platforms. The like uh, all those weird unidentified videos that were just recently declassified for the general public.
1: So they're different groups, but they were posting the same videos.
0: Correct, because any and all either fringe UFO alien groups or I guess more well respected or reputable alien buddy clubs were releasing the same videos. Because now all of a sudden you you have people who kind of have their finger on the pulse of paranormal stuff. Right. So they're like, finally, we got our hands on these space videos. So they're all blasting the gram, as it were, with these same three space videos.
1: Well, my question is, like, if they are different groups, though, why would they allow... Why don't they have
0: a battle to the death? Yeah, and see who's the strongest (laughs) one. I, I know.
1: Well, like, why would they share with another group when it's like, haha, we have the upper hand right now?
0: Because I think it was released by the FBI or the federal government. It was released up th- at the top. So then it was just up for grabs for oh, anyone okay. to get it. I think so.
1: And it was like, what influencer could promote it the best?
0: Yeah. So you have someone on their Instagram feed who's promoting, like, really cool, stretchy denim jeans. And then the next video, they're promoting, like, Oh my gosh, these alien vids. Please follow my SoundCloud.
1: Which side note, alien stuff is like coming back. Like, remember in the 90s, like it was cool to have like alien patches and stickers and whatever and like neon. That's all like coming back. There's a clothing company, I think it's called Alien Outfitters and it's like urban outfitters, but alien stuff
0: okay like i'm not kidding i saw this the other day (laughs) have you seen and you waited till now to tell me? i forgot until now i just spent all my money on clothes for the possums outside and now (laughs) i don't have any money for alien outfitters
1: (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's called alien outfitters i'll look it up again
0: well i feel like there's no better name
1: yeah it looked like ads from urban outfitter like it looks like the same thing just like they slapped an alien patch on it
0: (laughs) that's cool
1: It's pretty smart, actually. That is really smart. Like, whatever's in trend, just put that on your clothes.
0: Yeah, the same kind of faded, oversized T-shirts. Right. That with, like, a really upsetting neckline where it's just really big and weird. And it's like, isn't that uncomfortable to wear?
1: Okay. Well, I'm not here to judge anybody's style. Me either.
0: But whenever I see T-shirts with, with like, a really big neckline, and not, like, a V-neck or whatever, whatever else. And I'm specifically talking about, like, a dude wearing it. I always just, I always picture that like, I don't know, I just feel really uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, you, I don't know, it's weird. I feel really weirded out.
1: Okay. Well, I think you're getting <laughs> too emotional about this. I think we need to talk <laughs> okay. about aliens.
0: I think you're right. You're absolutely right. So all of that is to preface one of the people who was leaking these videos, Okay, who's associated with it. There's a Nevada billionaire and his name is Robert Bigelow.
1: Of course it is.
0: I, that's exactly what I wrote here. Of course his last name is Bigelow.
1: Bob Bigelow.
0: Bobby Biggs. Yeah, it's Bobby Biggs. So Robert Bigelow was the owner of Budget Suites of America and the founder of a space technology company, Bigelow Aerospace. So this is all related to the UFO, the FBI covering up a bunch of stuff because a bunch of his stuff became declassified. The whole three videos and the FBI declassification was just a way for me to, you know, set the mood a little bit. Okay. Okay. In 1995, four years before founding his aerospace startup, Bigelow established the National Institute for Discovery Sciences. It was described as a quote... Privately funded science institute Engage in research of aerial phenomena Animal mutilations And other related anomalous phenomena End quote It's Which, like
1: he was like aliens Animal mutilation And you know Whatever else you want to talk about I feel like he's just stealing the theme of our podcast
0: He did in 1995
1: Oh so, so well, we stole his nope, okay?
0: nope he traveled through time Bob Bob, Bobby Biggs Bobby <laughs> Biggs first open time traveler, went to the future, heard one episode of our show and went, oh, they're a little bit dumb and I'm a billionaire, so I'll go back in time and say I did it. Mm. That's what he did. Okay. Before ultimately disbanding the NIDS in 2004, the NIDS conducted research into a host of various paranormal topics, such as cryptid encounters, catamal mutilations, and especially their their focus was on UFOs. Mm Mm-hmm. The group's most recognized research was the investigation of a purported paranormal Utah homestead owned by Bigelow, which he referred to as Skinwalker Ranch.
1: I feel like I've heard of Skinwalker Ranch.
0: You and I mentioned it briefly on the show, and we said it sounded like salad dressing. Oh, yeah. That's it. Okay. And, And then we talked about if the FBI had salad dressings, what it would be.
1: Okay, so he has a Skinwalker Ranch <laughs> slash salad dressing company.
0: Yes, in Utah. In
1: Utah, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: In 2018, an interview with New York Magazine, former Nevada Senator Harry Reid, a relative of ours, I guess, yeah, told an interesting tale about a curious letter Bigelow received from a senior official from a federal national security agency. Quote, I'm interested in talking to you, Mr. Bigelow. I have an interest in what you've been working on. I want to go to your ranch in Utah, end quote. So this came from a government higher up, sent his letter to Bigelow, and they wanted to go look at Skinwalker Ranch. So
1: basically, quote, hey, Mr. Bigelow, I want to check out what your little ranch is all about. Don't really believe you, but I need to see what's going on,
0: end quote. Well, the don't really believe you thing, I think you, now correct me if I'm wrong, you might have just sprinkled that in, (laughs) but I don't, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Senator Reid, Harry Reid, vetted the person who sent the letter and said they were a, quote, low-level scientist who worked for the DIA.
1: Low-level, like what's a low-level scientist? Like below science teacher? Like high school science teacher?
0: Well, for the DIA... A low-level scientist there would be someone with security clearance, someone who obviously is like, I guess, smart enough or... or um,
1: I dissected a frog in high school. Does that make me a low-level scientist? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm just going to go. Okay. Okay. Well, great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Skinwalker Ranch, also known as Sherman Ranch is a property located on approximately 488 acres southeast of Ballard, Utah that is reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO related activities. Its name is taken from the Skinwalker of Navajo legends, which not uh, Skinwalkers they're a cryptid, that mean uh, malevolent witches. Yeah. There's evidence on Skinwalker Ranch of close to 100 incidents that include vanishing and mutilated cattle, sightings of unidentified flying objects, orbs, large animals with piercing red eyes that they say were unscathed when struck by bullets, and invisible objects emanating destructive magnetic fields."
1: So this ranch sounds crazy.
0: It sounds like a real wacky ranch.
1: (laughs) You know what? Actually, it kind of reminds me of like when you're in middle school and you go to a birthday party and you're about to go into laser tag and it's like just all out like things are going to get crazy.
0: It sounds like yeah like when when you're waiting and there's like the overhead person talking like now be sure to be safe and don't aim for the don't aim for the head or for the legs. But remember, when you're out there playing laser tag, you might run into <laughs> aliens. Really nasty aliens. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Molly barked downstairs and I had to get her water and now I'm back. Okay, Lynn, here is a quote Uh, That the DIA scientist, the one who wrote Bobby Biggs the letter, and said, I want to come check out your ranch. Here's a quote about his experience at the ranch.
1: Okay, so he did actually go.
0: Oh, he went there. Yeah. Okay. Quote, in the living room of the former NIDS double-wide observation trailer slash staff quarters... NIDS was the the one company that Bigelow started that he disbanded, but then he bought Skinwalker Ranch. Gotcha. A 3D object appeared in midair in front of him, Bigelow, and changed shape like a changing topological figure. It went from pretzel shaped to Mobius strip shaped. It was 3D and multicolored. Then it disappeared. (laughs) And then he went on to say... Something should be done about this somebody should study it i was convinced that he was right so that's okay
1: so he saw a shape that was in the shape of a pretzel
0: and then a mobius a strip
1: and then a moby
0: and then moby and about to come back sometime <laughs> i wondered like was it
1: like does he say where it was or if it floating was floating in midair
0: it was floating outside in... no it was it was inside the double wide trailer that bobby bigelow had on the property, which is where, I guess, his staff worked for the NIDS, and they were inside there, and then it just went bloop and appeared in front of Bobby Biggs, changed shape and changed color, and then vanished.
1: Like, how big was it?
0: Uh-huh. Like a big pretzel, I Mm. guess. I'm not really sure. I don't really know. But people were saying, oh, the last thing I have, in 2016, Bigelow sold Skinwalker Ranch for $4.5 million to the company Adamantium Holdings a shell corporation of unknown origin. After this purchase, all roads leading to the ranch have been blocked, the perimeter secured and guarded by cameras and barbed wire and surrounded by signs that aim to prevent people from approaching the ranch.
1: Well, probably because they know of it, and people are going to try to show up, and it's a four po- what four point seven million dollar property. Four
0: point five milli.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. I know celebrities that have that kind of security around their property.
0: You do? Yeah, personally. Like personally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Are, who are Will they?
1: Smith? Yeah, oh, Big that's Will. true. That is true. I so- mean, that doesn't surprise me as weird, like. I mean, there could be weird stuff happening there. Maybe yes, maybe no. But like that doesn't surprise me if someone bought that and it has that reputation that they would put it under security.
0: Yeah. I mean, pretty extreme security. Right. So the roads are blocked. Now there's cameras and barbed wire and signs that say, ah, 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 I wouldn't do it if I were you. The one thing that's weird is that to me, the company who bought it is of unknown origin. Mm -hmm. Adamantium Holdings. Which to me sounds like a robot's name from the future.
1: Adam Ant.
0: Adam Ant Ian. Yeah. Adam Ant Ian's Holdings. Mm. So it's called Skinwalker Ranch because they were also saying that they would see skinwalkers there, cryptids. I don't know if we've ever talked about skinwalkers.
1: I think very vaguely. I mean, I don't know much about them. I know that they're this like weird witch banshee type thing, but I don't really know a lot about them.
0: I think I I have some quick facts on them and I'll run through them, but they're of Navajo origin. Okay. Uh, Really nasty, weird, animalistic witch type things. Mm -hmm. People say that they look like giant, bipedal, half kind of people, furry things, but then people were also posting pictures of bears with mange.
1: Okay. So So spotty hair. Not like a Wendigo, not like skinny.
0: No, but, like, th- just picture picture a bear that's a little bit thin with Why its they hair. Why are
1: skinwalkers if they're furry?
0: Well, because they're not totally furry. They're, like, patchy. Hairwalkers. They could be called hairwalkers. I mean, if you want to call them hairwalkers.
1: Yeah, I just was curious. I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know why
1: they call him that.
0: Well, I think because they like. I, I'm not really sure. I, okay, you know, and it's like, and does we're anyone just gonna move past that? You know? Yeah. Does anyone even know like how they thought the name Mothman? Like, <laughs>
1: I mean, it's like, what did he look like? A moth and a man? Come on. Yeah.
0: Get out of Get out of Dodge.
1: Get out of town.
0: Okay, so some Skinwalker facts. A skinwalker is a person with the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will. Some also some can also steal the faces of different people and could appear as someone you know. So I think the whole skinwalker thing is them being able to like maybe shapeshift and like turn into people or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of the photos that I were seeing that that I that I was seeing online that people were posting were things that kind of looked like emaciated, mangy bears. Okay. Rare skinwalkers can also have the ability to enchant the powder of corpses and use the substance as a poison dust on victims.
1: So they, like, suck out the dead dust. hmm And they can use it on live people. Yeah. Like a virus.
0: Turns into poison. Yeah.
1: Oh, maybe that's how I'm going to poison you.
0: Okay, well, In now I Luke know. <laughs> 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 uh, Darn it,
1: I have to, like, I keep forgetting that, like... People are listening like you and everybody else.
0: Yeah. 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 It's weird. When when you talk out loud, not only do I hear it, but it's being recorded. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to grasp.
1: That's going to be hard that if you end up going missing, I'm going straight to prison. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well. Whether I did it or not, I'm going straight <laughs> to prison. I don't have much of a case against myself. So yikes.
0: Yeah. Yikes. Indeed. A few more here. Skinwalkers have a tendency, they have a tendency, to hang around graveyards and can dig up graves at an impossibly fast speed.
1: Oh, then they should just get a job there. That's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah.
1: Because like, you, not only are you getting a paycheck, you can do your work super fast, so you're going to get employee of the month every time. Every time. And you can get your dead dust.
0: Yeah. You for can free. Get, you can get all the dead dust you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, and people also say that they look like hollowed out dogs. So I don't know what hollowed out means.
1: But how would you know they're hollowed out just looking at it? Yeah, because you see the outside. Maybe
0: emotionally hollow.
1: It's like one of those chocolate bunnies. Like I don't know. Is it, do you knock on it? Is it hollow?
0: Mm-hmm. I have gotten I have gotten a few the rare chocolate bunnies where they have not been hollow.
1: You're like, ooh, more yeah. chocolate.
0: Yeah, a lot more chocolate. Yeah. So there's a little bit about government places. <laughs> covering up ufos which leads us into bigelow one of the people his stuff was a little bit declassified uh he sold the stuff skinwalker time adamantium holdings creepy they probably are just breeding skinwalkers and they send them out and they come and get you
1: see i don't necessarily believe in this whole alien universe i mean i could be wrong i don't know but i just think it's creepy that there's so many organizations that do believe in all this and like whether or not it's true, they're like kind of making it happen either way.
0: Yeah, whether or not we believe in it, I think the scariest part is that you have a lot of powerful people with money and it's like it's it's like having a hobby and getting really involved with a hobby and you have money to spend on your hobby, which is like like I, I always get a little bit weary of people who want to go Bigfoot hunting, but they have a ton of money to do it. And it's like, well, it doesn't really seem fair, huh? It seems kind That's of weird when now. you
1: friend those people.
0: Oh, you do? Yeah. And you go with them?
1: Because then you're like, oh, I don't have to have any Bigfoot hunting stuff. I'll just go with my new friend, Roger. <laughs> He's got all the stuff.
0: I have old jeans and boots. Is that enough?
1: <laughs> That's when you tell them you absolutely believe and that you definitely want to go.
0: Yeah. It would be a lot, I think, though. But
1: Well, interesting. I mean, I think all that stuff is r- super weird. And I mean, obviously, it's true that they have a group of people doing stuff. So mm-hmm. what they're doing, I don't know.
0: Me either. Well... Linz, thanks for being here. Thank you. You did not yawn once.
1: I didn't yawn this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This time. (laughs) So let's go to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone and then we'll come back and then we will do- I got something
1: fun for you.
0: Okay. uh, Prove it. I will. Okay. Well, I'll see you and we will see everyone in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Do you have any questions that you've been bottling up about your neighbor who you think might actually be a succubus but who might actually be a ghost posing as a succubus well you're in luck because you can call our not so brand new but still new and shiny state-of-the-art aerodynamic spooky spouses hotline and ask us any question that you want
1: we will hear your question we will try to answer your question we sometimes we help
0: and sometimes we don't help but that's okay. So do you have any questions about if your plants can actually hear you talk about your murder plans coming up?
1: If your cat has another family that he's been secretly hiding from you?
0: If you think one of your legs might actually be somebody else's leg?
1: If there is a monster actually under your bed and your mom is wrong?
0: Or if you think you can get Bigfoot on speakerphone and maybe let us talk to the Bigfoot that lives behind your house? Call our hotline whenever you want. The phone number is 803-816-2667. And if you're looking at your phone when you type the number out, which most people do.
1: And you feel like hmm, that number isn't spooky enough.
0: 2667 spells booze. There you go. Which that is uh, 5% scary. So again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Call anytime you want. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll answer your questions on our show.
1: We are also part of the Scavengers scavengersnetworkparty.com. <laughs> you can find us at scavengersnetwork.com, us, and a bunch of other podcasts. If you would like to support us or any of the other shows on the network, you can donate $1 to $500 million and get extra bonus content. What we ha- We've done swell spells. We've done collabs with other people. It's really fun.
0: Yeah. If you go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a patron and help us keep the lights on or help us keep the lights flickering because it's haunted, yeah. <laughs> and that's just a small joke, you can. You can get access to, like Lindsay was saying, we've done some spells, some collaborations. There's some Myth Takes bonus content. There's some WIDK bonus content, and there's a lot more bonus content content coming up and we're very excited about it. So again, patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a donor if you like our show and you want us to keep making the show. Or if you just want to check out all the other shows on the network, maybe dipping your toes in the scavengers network or the Patreon pool, go to scavengersnetwork.com, do some browsing, some poking and some prodding and then just take a gander.
1: We also have a merch store where you can get some crazy, spooky, fun, great merchandise there.
0: Maybe 2020 is the year you want to start using a coffee mug. Maybe yeah. 2020 is the year you want to use, you want to start using a mouse pad and just cut the crap.
1: Maybe you don't have any clean shirts and you're like, you know what? I think I'll just order a Spooky Spouses shirt and then I'll be good.
0: You can do that. I mean, you can literally buy whatever you want. You're an adult. It's your money. And if you would like to keep up to date with our show, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Spooky underscore Spouses or you can send us an email at Spooky at gmail.com.
1: Show us some love, follow along, write us something I don't know
0: yeah and if you'd like to you can rate and review the show whenever you'd like if you'd like or just help us spread the word about our show by telling a buddy of yours
1: or telling an enemy we don't care we'd also like to give a shout out to Eli Chambers he is on Twitter at Eli who does music and he has written the theme song that you hear at the beginning and the middle and the end say maybe you just want a theme song for making coffee in the morning he can do that for you
0: say you're starting a podcast about how you think your dog has been scheming to eat your body the second you fall asleep. Eli can make you some theme music specifically for your brand new podcast you're going to start.
1: Maybe you're like, hey Eli, I woke up this morning and I'm crabby and I want a song that makes me even crabbier.
0: Yeah, he can do that too. He's a little bit of a warlock when it comes to tunes and sounds and sonic waves.
1: That's because he has flute arms and I think he has trumpet
0: thighs. He does have trumpet thighs. (laughs) So follow Eli. Eli at Eli Who Does Music and have him write you some tunes. He's good at it.
2: Welcome to Shelly
1: Has Opinions, the podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their
2: very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-HasOpinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.
1: Welcome back, furry little cryptids.
0: Furry little cryptids? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, they don't, they, there's furry ones.
0: They're, yeah, there are furry Most ones. Most
1: of them are furry. You were just talking about furry ones.
0: Yeah, they're like half and half. Yeah. They're mangy.
1: That's still, you have to get, you have to have fur to get mange.
0: Do you? I yeah. don't know. Is how that do you true?
1: get, how do you get mange on no fur? Well, I thought it was like a, mange is like, like a skin
0: condition? That's what I thought. Oh. But then I guess if you have fur, then it makes your fur pop out. There I'm I'm trying to pull up a photo of a skinwalker so maybe you could like get the whole idea about what they look like. That's kinda some of some of them at the well, yeah, there you go. Maybe a little bit. Hmm. Like a weird mangy bear.
1: Yeah, it's kinda like a crappy wolf.
0: Yeah, and then I saw a post that said, What if this what if a Wendigo fought a skinwalker? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, know. Don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know.
1: Maybe the world would blow up. I don't
0: know. It's three AM and I'm just thinking about stuff.
1: Are you ready for what I have in store for you this week?
0: Uh, I mean, I am ready, but I don't know how ready I am because you said it was like, uh, silly and crazy.
1: Uh, this week, um, you're going to take a little quiz that I stole from MagaQuiz.
0: MegaQuiz dot .com. Great.
1: Do you want me to tell you the title of this quiz or do you want to wait to the end to reveal? Because usually when we play these online quizzes, I don't tell you what it is going to tell you about yourself until the very end.
0: That is true. Whenever Lindsay and I are on road trips, the games we play or the game we play is Lindsay gives me a quiz.
1: Usually like what Riverdale character are you? Do you like Skittles or pumpkin pie better? Hey, would you rather be a dog or a cat or hamster?
0: Yes, but I never know what the quiz is until after the quiz is complete. Correct. Which I think helps me answer more honestly.
1: I think so too, not knowing the title of the quiz.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of a quiz hack. You ready? Don't tell me the quiz. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready.
1: Number one, in this life, your friends say you're funny, relaxed, oblivious, idealistic, foodie, or
0: intense. I feel like I'm kind of all of those at once.
1: Well, you have to just pick one. What do you think you're the most of? Out of all of those? Yeah.
0: Okay, so I wish... I wish I could say relaxed. Okay. I wish that could be the one. Mm-hmm. What was the one right after relaxed?
1: Oblivious.
0: Okay, so maybe that proves you're not rapport. oblivious. Okay. No. Well, what do you? What do you? What do you think?
1: I would say that you're either a foodie or you're funny.
0: Okay, I'd rather be funny over a foodie because... Okay,
1: then I'm picking funny because we... (sighs) Just like every other quiz that we take, you don't need to tell me exactly why you pick every answer. (laughs) And moving on to number two. Okay. Have you ever seen a ghost? Yes. I was probably just seeing things. Yes, it was awesome. Oh my God, it was so scary. Nope, never, knock on wood. Maybe, but I'm not entirely sure... And I don't believe in ghosts.
0: Yes, it was scary.
1: Scary, not awesome. Oh my God, it was so scary.
0: Well, see, you asked me a question about my answer and now I want to tell you all about it. Well, so this is the, this I've is already clicked it. The catch 22. I'm going I'm <laughs> to. It was awesome after the fact, but it was scary when it happened. Okay. It was really scary when it happened. Okay. Okay.
1: We'll just go with, mm. oh my God, it was scary because that seems closest yeah. to.
0: I wish it said holy cow, but yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, what is your strongest motivator? Willpower, love, or anger?
0: Probably love.
1: Aww. Yeah. You don't got anything to explore on that one? You just you straight up love?
0: No, but you can't tell me to elaborate. You, I thought you are
1: going to go, you can't explain love.
0: Well, you also can't. <laughs> that That is actually true. But yeah, it's difficult because... Okay, so maybe like Oh, now here comes explanation. <laughs> no, I was going to I was going to like think of like a set of like okay, maybe put your give me a thumbs up when you want me to explain it and then drop your thumb to thumbs down. No, I'm just going to like I'm just going to
1: move on to number 4. I'll let you know. Um what food would you miss the most if you died? Blueberries. Tacos? You have to wait for the answers or we're not playing anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you need to settle okay. down. Okay. All right. Tacos? Yeah. Brussels sprouts, pizza, or cupcakes? Pizza. All right. Number mm. five. All right. I know you wanted to elaborate because you were <laughs> you were thinking about tacos, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we're just gonna move on to five because I already picked pizza. That was your first answer. We're gonna Kay. go with your gut.
0: Okay. Ready?
1: <laughs> Who would you choose to haunt if you died? I would stay amongst the dead. My friends and family. My enemies are old rivals. What? I wouldn't want to haunt anyone, anyone who needs a helping hand from an unseen force.
0: Ooh, that's really hard. I'm going to go with anyone who needs a hand, and that's, I think that might be all I say about it. So
1: you're going to be helpful.
0: I am going to be helpful.
1: Number six, pick a fictional entity. We have the twins from The Shining. We have Beetlejuice from Beetlejuice. (laughs) We have Patrick Swayze from Ghost. Okay. Or we have the little girl slash old woman from the others that says, but I am your daughter.
0: Oh, yucky. I'm going to go with Beetlejuice because he's fun. He, he, he. (laughs) Okay. He's silly and they all, and they dance to fun music.
1: Okay. All right. Number seven. Why would you be stuck in limbo if you were stuck in limbo? I probably would have unfinished business. I don't think that they let me into heaven. Actually, I don't believe in the afterlife. There's something I can't leave behind or I'm too far comfortable on earth.
0: That's really, that's probably the heaviest question of the whole thing.
1: (laughs) Like, why would you be stuck there? Like, do you have unfinished business? Do you think you're not getting into heaven? You don't believe in any of it. So you're just kind of stuck wherever and you're like, oh, shoot, I didn't believe in this either. Or is there like there's something that I need that I've left behind and I just can't. There's someone I've left behind and I can't get them out of my head. Or I just really like that Earth lifestyle.
0: I mean, I do like the Earth lifestyle a little bit, but let's just say there was someone left behind. Okay. I like that one. Would it be me? I was going to say spoiler. It's my wife. Aww. Yeah. Well, but that also. That All right, also, number eight. Okay. <laughs> Well, wait, really quick, that implied that I would die before you and you and I have made a pact that regardless of what happens, you and I are going to die at the same time.
1: <laughs> we have to. We can't survive. Nope. I, like, I don't leave the house as is, so I just will die here.
0: Yeah. And I leave the house and I'm immediately kind of bummed out. Hmm.
1: Number eight, what's your favorite time of day? Early morning? Delicious lunchtime? Gross. <laughs> Mid- <laughs> mid-afternoon? Evening? Late at night or the witching hour?
0: Early morning.
1: Yeah, you're an anomaly with the early morning thing. I like,
0: love it. I drink coffee. I, look, I hang out with my bird friends. <laughs> I love the morning. It's so... Real
1: exciting life over here. We
0: Wow, we really go crazy. Wow, we
1: party hard. Number nine, would you enjoy being a ghost, do you think? Maybe for a little while to see what it's like. Absolutely, yes. I'd be the best ghost. I certainly enjoy drifting through walls. Yes, I want to stalk my descendants. No, it sounds pretty terrible. I already am a ghost in a way.
0: Whoa, with a metaphor at the end. Yeah. I like the first one. I'd like to dabble.
1: Maybe for a little while, but... I dabble. Okay. Number 10. Where would you haunt? A cemetery, an amusement park, the beach, or a haunted cabin?
0: If you are a ghost and you're going to haunt a cemetery, think outside the box.
1: Well, you're basically just haunting the dead. like. Yeah, go somewhere else. Well, you might have friends there, though.
0: Yeah, but then you're not haunting it. You're just kick. You're just hanging out. You're not haunting Which it. Which is not bad. No, it's not bad but at yeah, all. But yeah, you're not
1: haunting it. Exactly. It, it, the question does say, where would you haunt?
0: Wasn't one of them a beach?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> I know. See what? a jellyfish or something? Well, I know. Kick a jellyfish around? Scare a, scare and feel a fish? feel really bad? Well, you can kill a jellyfish. You'd feel really bad, but then you'd have a jellyfish companion.
0: I, you know, what a boring companion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number 11. <laughs> they don't even have brains. Which part of your living life are you most attached to? My education, my loved ones, my home, my career. I'm attached to my whole life on earth. I just can't pick one thing.
0: Loved ones.
1: Oh, how sweet. What's your favorite sense? <laughs> Number 12. <laughs> <laughs> Sight, smell, smell hearing touch taste or the sixth sense
0: probably sound hearing hearing noises
1: number 13 last question
0: i was gonna say lucky 13 that's funny
1: (laughs) how would you rate this quiz i loved it it was pretty okay not great (laughs) it
0: was pretty okay while while we're waiting for our slow internet, I just want you to know how much you... It, it really took a lot for me not to explain to death every decision.
1: Yeah, I know. I have to hurry you along because oh. it,
0: it can be... I was getting a little bit of anxiety thinking about like not <laughs> Well, not this being...
1: is not supposed to be an anxiety. I know. Okay, but, okay, so you have your results. Yeah. The quiz was, what kind of ghost will you be?
0: Okay, I like that.
1: You will be... A Casper the Friendly Ghost. That
0: sounds cool. I you're like that. the type
1: of ancestor or immediate family member that would linger around their loved ones for a good long while. Maybe you still have some unfinished business you feel the need to tend or until you cross over. Or maybe you just can't bear to part with them because you're so close and attached to them. However the reason may be, we certainly understand your desire for a familiar comfort. The way we see it just because you're still here doesn't mean you need to ruin everyone else's day over it. You might frighten living humans, but it's always accidental and you'd always prefer to make friends with them. You're in bit of denial about being dead.
0: I like that. That's good. I think that's true as well.
1: I think so too. I mean, definitely if you oh, That's the only thing I think I could survive without you cuz if you died first. Yeah. And I was sad, you'd be a friendly ghost that would come back, and then it could be like a Casper Christina Ricci ordeal. And that's totally fine with me.
0: I think that is fine too. I wouldn't want to look. I mean, like, I know Casper, like, looks, you know, silly Wasn't and Casper cartoony.
1: Wasn't Casper Devon Sawa? Wasn't he? <laughs> was
0: he Devon Sawa? In the up, movie. Are you looking up, is Casper Devon Sawa?
1: <laughs> no. Who was Casper in the movie?
0: Oh. His voice or.
1: No, because he changed into a boy, remember? He like became a boy. It was Devin Sawa.
0: Wow. What a score with a ghost. If you're if you're hanging out with a ghost and you're like, if only you were real, (laughs) and then it turned into Devin Sawa. You're like
1: Devin Sawa, the most popular person in the nineties right now?
0: Wow, with very unusual hair.
1: It is sad though, because like everybody else from this movie aged pretty well. Devin Sawa did not. And side note Eric Idle was in that movie.
0: Was he really? Yeah. Was he a ghost? Wait, was he a voice of a ghost?
1: He was Paul. Paul. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I, I love Eric Idle. I do too. There was a lot of people. Rodney Dangerfield was in it.
0: Uh, of course he Christina
1: was. Christina Ricci, Ben Stein, Bill Pullman. You would know him if you saw him. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Brad Garrett. You would also know if you saw him. Yeah, there was a lot of people in Casper.
0: <laughs> really quick, give us your best Rodney Dangerfield. Hey! That was pretty good. That was
1: really bad. No, I can't do it. No, that was all right.
0: It. That was okay.
1: Okay, uh, really quick, give me your best uh, Christina Ricci. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's it.
1: Well, that's all I have. So um, yeah, I guess you'd be a friendly ghost. Cool. Like I said, you can find that quiz. It was Magi Quiz, M-A-G-I Quiz. But yeah, that's all I have for you.
0: I liked the quiz, Lindsay, and it was a test for me as well to not blabble and blabble, but I liked the quiz.
1: I'm surprised you didn't get Anxiety Ghost.
0: I did. Well, oh yeah, you would be an Anxious Ghost. Because you have ghost. to explain everything. Because you're not, because you find it really difficult to make definitive decisions <laughs> about what, like, I really do think that's really hard to do. It's like, what's your favorite something? What's mm-hmm. the best? Unless it's arbitrary, it doesn't matter. Like, I could... I, you're doing I,
1: it right now. What? What? explaining i know <laughs> <laughs> why don't we why don't we take some voicemails
0: okay let's take a i voicemail. don't even
1: know what you're talking about you just picked up your your this seltzer
0: water and we're gonna what? go into a tangent about
1: something then i interrupted you because <laughs> i don't know what was, I, was happening i
0: was gonna say i'm even finding it difficult no, I, to pick my favorite seltzer water flavor is <laughs> something as arbitrary as that it's really hard to pick your favorite It's really hard.
1: Let's take some voicemails.
0: Okay, you ready for one? I'm ready. This one is from the newest member of WIDK, I don't know radio, Seabreeze.
1: Oh, hi, Seabreeze.
0: It's a voicemail. Oh. Okay, ready?
1: Okay,
2: I'll tell her later. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys, this is Seabreeze. I am calling you a question. Um, So, we recently, we've had a lot of, like, Girl Scouts come around, right? So, we've had these... Kids come up to our front door, and they didn't have cookies, you know. They had, like, these weird, their eyes were, like, very dark. Don't understand. Didn't get a good look. Babe Ruth and I were very busy, but they kept asking to come in, and, you know, we're busy. (laughs) So we were like, no, no, you know, not right now. Um, But they kept asking, um, but they didn't go away after. um, (laughs) Actually, they're still here. Uh, so, they've got these eyes. They're, they keep looking in here through the windows. Uh, so, if you could maybe give me some insight on what's going on here, we're a little, we're a little spooked. So, um, cool. All right. Well, thank you. Love the podcast. Love you guys. Uh, have a good day. You know, looking forward to your answer. All right, guys. Bye.
1: So, what you have here is a classic case of the solder children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so,. <laughs> Be careful. They could be dead. We don't know because they never found them. But congratulations, you have found the Sodder House children.
0: <laughs> so what What Seabreeze was saying was that her and Baybreeze, yeah. they have a bunch of children.
1: Yeah, Sodder House children.
0: Staring in their windows. Demons. Demons. Demon children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: But they're there still
0: but they're there still.
1: Well, okay, so they're not going away, obviously. So what could maybe you use them for? Oh, I have an idea. Oh. Okay, so if they are happened to, if you have a window in your kitchen mm. and they're staring in that window, you put a cookbook up there when you're making recipes and you just have them read it to you so then you don't have to display it on your iPad or anything like that. You can just like, okay, what do I have to do next? And then they tell you.
0: Can demons read?
1: Yeah, it might be in Latin, but they'll still <laughs> tell you.
0: Add us, so- <laughs> fullest <laughs> creamus, stir us, soft us pecus <laughs> Is that good?
1: Yeah. So you could use them for good stuff or like, okay, so they're peeking in your living room window and you're watching a movie. Are you're playing a game show, maybe you're watching a game show, because people do that still.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you don't know the answer, you look to your demon children and see if they know.
0: Anyone know um, countries that end with, uh, countries that end with Stan for 300? Does anyone know this one here? <laughs> and they go, no us, not, not us, not 100% us. That's, yeah. that's some speaking like, Latin.
1: What I'm saying is just maybe don't look at it as a bad thing. Maybe look at it as like, okay, well, we have a situation.
0: We have more um, more members for our, ti- for our trivia team.
1: And how do we make this better?
0: What else is a way you can make it better? I guess if you don't want solicitors, now you don't need a sign that oh, says, yeah, no, don't come around here.
1: It just says, beware of demons.
0: Or there's just literally your house is surrounded by demon children. So if I was going to be selling, I don't know, Spectrum Internet... And I was walking up and be like, man, not making a lot of sales today. And then I see a house surrounded by demon children. I'd go, okay, on to the next house.
1: Not going to stop there.
0: No. So that's a positive.
1: Yeah. You have like house protectors.
0: (laughs) I guess just please, please make sure that you keep them outside. Don't let them in.
1: I mean, if they get in, things might happen.
0: Well, how do you do uh, How do you get food to the house? You could do DoorDash. Does DoorDash have the drone technology yet? They could drop a bowl maybe. of spaghetti through your freezer or through well, your like, chimney.
1: We have a possum problem right now, and we just sprayed this horrible smelling stuff around our house. Like yeah. maybe you just spray them when you go in your doors or you have to get the door.
0: It's called, I think it's called literally animal repellent, and it smells. Like, you've been collecting the urine from an ogre for f- thousands and thousands of years.
1: What if, what if the animal repellent that we just bought, like, you go to get it out of the cupboard and you see the sticker peeling off the front and you, like, peel it off and in <laughs> Latin it says, like, demon repellent or something on it? Uh,
0: Spectrus. Spray us.
1: Well, if it smells really bad, it wouldn't be a demon repellent. It would be like a demon... Attractant. Attractant, yeah. It
0: sure would.
1: Great. So now we're not going to have possums around our house, but we're going to have demons.
0: Yeah, we have a lot. (sighs) Man, we got a lot of possums around our place. Mm. Well, Seabreeze, I hope that maybe that they're not in your house and that you learn how to just use them before you lose them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you want to come over yeah you take a right and then a left at the statue and then another right at the stop sign i'm the house with all the demon children around it
0: yeah it, it makes your place really easy to find mm-hmm. but now it's just a matter of getting people inside your home who want to like get past the demon kids that's when
1: you spray the repellent
0: or you spray holy water
1: yeah you spray holy water and then you get them, you shuffle them in yeah come on in through we can a tube
0: be- you can kind of do whatever you want then in the house. You could play music really loud. You could play board games as loud as you want.
1: Yeah, cuz the cops aren't going to come over. You no. play board games loud?
0: Yeah. Have you ever like wanted <laughs> have you ever been playing a board game and you're like, "Man, I wish I could roll these dice as hard as I could." Or yeah, or have you ever been shuffling cards and you're like, "If only I could shuffle these as hard as I could." <laughs> <laughs> you ever think that?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah? hopefully that helps. <laughs>
0: okay thanks sea breeze thank you for calling and if you listener want to call you can whenever you want don't worry it will go straight to voicemail i have it set up to where there's no either there will not be any awkward talking on if the phone. if someone
1: answers hang up
0: yeah because ain't gonna be one of us no
1: that's yeah. t- that's scary
0: that's terrible yikes the phone number is 803-816-2667 I've had a few people send me messages, and they've said, "Hey, Jared," and I'm like, "Well, it's Jordan." And then they <laughs> <laughs> they go on, and they and they say, "I want to call, but I don't know what to call about." Hey, take your time, and also, you can literally call about anything that you want. Doesn't need about any. It, it doesn't need to be about anything in specific. Just call.
1: Yeah, maybe you just want us to talk about something. Just let yeah. us know. We will talk about it. I you, mean, will we won't do like probably a great job at talking about it, but nope. we'll talk about it anyways
0: Mm -hmm. you could literally call it could beep and you could just say ham and then hang up the phone and then we'll go Don't say
1: that because now people are gonna call and say ham
0: don't say ham when you call (laughs) (laughs) say say a better meat don't say ham
1: (laughs) yeah we're gonna say a meat don't say ham
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you're even gonna say a meat Don't say don't, don't say, say ham. ham. Don't, don't say waste ham. it on ham. Yeah, what are you? A ple, plebe plebeian? Plebeian? It's
1: like you're a streaked v- a, stri- a, strict. a strict. <laughs> You're a strict vegan your whole life, and then you're gonna have one cheat day of eating any meat. It's not gonna be ham.
0: No, of course it would not be I ham. I mean ham's
1: fine. It just
0: Hey, no offense. No. If there's any ham listening, no offense to you, but there's better meats than ham. All right. Well, hey, listen, everyone, it's one one and we're talking about meat.
1: You and- can also follow us on social media at spooky underscore spouses. Yeah, you can leave us a voicemail. You can even email us at spookyspousescast at gmail.com. We've had people send us really creepy pictures, which is cool. You mm-hmm. can do that, too. Yep,
0: yeah, we have some stories uh, stored away Just like how rodents store their little treats for the wintertime, we have those stored in our email as well. Yeah, holler at us. We would also like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and you will be hearing sooner than later at the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media, at Eli Who Does Music. He has flute arms, he has trumpet legs, he has a vibra-slap butt, but I heard his heart is made... Out of clarinets, ham, oh, ham.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We'd also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. We are part of a big, humble, caring, lovely crowd of people that all do the same thing. And yeah, <laughs> you can find um, us and other podcasts at scavengersnetwork.com. We have merchandise, we have a Patreon, and hey, right now, for free, just a little bit of your time, you can vote. We've posted it on our social media, fellow Scavengers Network. You can help us get a grant to better our podcast network.
0: That's right. It's a FedEx small business grant. And if you go on there and just vote for the Scavengers Network, our little, humble, grassroots, indie, blas- we're I guess we haunted. are a little bit dead and haunted, mm-hmm. um, podcast network can receive $50,000 which will be reinvested into the company, do and we'll do stuff with it. I don't know what, so I'm not going to say what we're going to do with it. Okay. So there. We'd
1: also like to thank each and every one of you, and each other, and who, <laughs> Eric-chother? Evan-chother. Evan-chother Chud- for always listening, and if you want to rate and review our show, that would be awesome and warm our little spooky hearts.
0: It would. We do the show. We love doing the show, and all we ask of you is helping us by sharing the show, telling people about it, subscribing, and rating the show. That's all we need and want.
1: So this week, have a Friendly Ghost Friday.
0: This week, I hope some of our listeners in Utah, some of the uh, Chatfield crew or the Diddy committee, gets over to Skinwalker Ranch, breaks in, And if you're the Chatfields, you record an episode there. If you're the Ditties, you just steal some stuff and uh, let us know how it goes.
1: And if you get arrested, we might have to use that grant to bust you out of prison.
0: But we'll do it.
1: But we'll do it.
0: Mm -hmm. That's how much we love our listeners. Well, hey, we will see each and every one of you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Angling my crangle, stangling my trangle, prang my mang, ring ring, ring ring, ring Get
1: your Danish burner. <laughs> pra-
0: front flip, prack flip, prank and crank crack, crip.
1: Prius, Prius. Don't you want a we-us?
0: Toyota Corolla. I drive a Prius. You have any more?
1: I thought you were gonna write Corolla with Raviola. Uh,
0: uh Toyota, Corolla, Veggie, Raviola. <laughs> okay, will you say something will you say something like a little loud?
1: Uh loud.
0: Okay, that was too loud.
1: Too loud. That's fine. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
1: Community focused.
0: Treasured content. Podcube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Podcube's patented, time-agnostic, articulated Newton mechanics allow for high-definition streaming of 8 petabyte per second audio from any time or place in space or time or place. Our Galileo Pod delivery system is under intrusive and designed to blend in no matter when or where it goes to deliver your podcube listen for yourself to the flagship podcube podcast alabaster's haberdashery recorded on location in 1880 the finest bespoke headwear highest quality garments and most humble haberdashery in the heart of beautiful prumpleshire uk search podcube all one word in your podcast app or visit powered podcube the future is yesterday
2: bay well